What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Five Out Podcast. Today is the like the last day before the March Madness tournament actually pops off, and so I know we're excited to bring you guys this episode. Uh, we're excited to talk about some college hoops. Uh, it's crazy to think a year ago we weren't even talking about the March Madness tournament, which is unfortunate, but we're super excited to have it this year, uh, and I, I can't wait to actually be able to you know dive in and watch these games on Friday and Saturday. I will be doing absolutely nothing but watching March Madness. You can believe that. Um, but before we get into that, I got some. I got a question for Jacob. But even before I get into that, I got a stat of the day for you guys. And this one, this one, when I saw this fact, it's an NBA fact. We're not going to talk about NBA today, but this is an NBA fact. It absolutely blew my mind. Like I was, I was like shell shocked for like at least five minutes. So ten years ago, one hundred and four point six points per game would have led the NBA in scoring. Right, the lowest scoring team in NBA right now is the Cavaliers with 104.6 points per game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I understand, like, that 104 is only, a lot of Only points. 10 years ago? Only 10 years. That, I think that's the crazy thing is only, it was only 10 years ago. I mean, that's like LeBron, you know, prime prime LeBron in, in, in Miami, KD and Russ and, and, and you know. Even like Dirk and Kobe and. Yeah, and I mean, definitely a different game 10 years ago than it is now, but like 104 is the lowest amount of points per game in the NBA. Like, defense is non-existent at all. Yeah, and and Steph Curry helped that out too, space on the floor. Floor is even spaced further. But I'm excited. Let's get into this uh, college basketball stuff. I'm okay, about it. Oh, before, yeah, oh yeah, go ahead. Before we get into college basketball, the only reason why I ask this is I'm student teaching. I'm, I'm, I'm on spring break right now. And so I wanted to ask Jacob, what, what's your favorite spring break memory you've had? Uh, um, I think this was like my junior year of college. Me and boys and some of the girlfriends went down to South Padre, mm-hmm. South Texas. And um, it's one of the big like party destinations, I guess, that every, you know, college student like dreams of doing. A lot of Midwest schools were there, you know, like Nebraska, Iowa. They all drove down like 24 hours just to make it there and um, just a hell of a weekend, a lot of drinking, a lot of hanging out, a lot of just, you know, kind of kicking it with your friends and, you know, just being on the beach and at least getting somewhat of warm weather. So, you know, it was a good time. Uh, couldn't complain. Uh, probably a few memories I don't remember, but most of them I do remember. So that's a good thing. Exactly. And obviously me and Jacob have talked about our spring break we took in Miami. Um, nothing too crazy because we were sophomores in high school. Couldn't do anything crazy just yet. But my one of my favorite spring break memories is normally, normally, uh, you know, March Madness is around my spring break is that Thursday and Friday, just absolutely doing nothing but watching, watching the tournament. So that's, I, I, I don't do anything for spring break. I'm lame, but that's kind of my favorite one. So uh, like Jacob said, let's get, a, let's go ahead and talk about March Madness. Before we talk about this year's games, we got to go look back at our past a little bit. Um, got, got two questions for you. The first one should be very easy, but I just want to remind all of the fans out there that it can happen. And the second one might be a little tough. Um, who's shocked? Virginia as a number one seed and beat them as a number 16 seed. This one's an easy one. UMBC. Yes, sir. We we First all remember. Baltimore County. I even know the initials <laughs> for it. So I, I, we're, okay. we all witnessed the one versus a million other games. They're exactly. the lucky one. So we, we never thought we'd ever see in our lifetime. And we all, it's, you know, we all remember what we were doing, where we were watching that game at. Um, but I just wanted to bring that back up for any Virginia friends out there that, yes, you guys were the one time – you guys were the one number one seed that lost to the 16th seed. This one is a little bit tougher. 
There's only been one time in tournament history that all number four one seeds made it to the final four. Do you know which year it was? And if you get the year correct, do you know what four teams they were? I think it was relatively recently, if I can remember. Um, probably in the last 10 years, maybe. I'm okay. thinking, I was thinking like, oh, shoot. I could, uh, I'm if, if you like get 2014, I don't know. Okay, 2014. So I, there, I'll... I'll Go down to four answer choices for you. The answer choices are 2018, 1999, 2008, and 2013. Those are the four answer choices. What was the first one? Was it 2014? Uh, 2018. 2018. I'll say 2013 then. Okay. Incorrect. It's actually 2008. Now, I'm going to give you a quick second. Think about those teams back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Dig, dig through the cobwebs. Can you name any of the four teams that were in it? I think I can name three or two i know i can name two of them okay i think that that was your kansas one right i believe so yes kansas and memphis that was a mario chalmers year yeah so kansas memphis mm-hmm. i want to say syracuse was one of the other teams i don't think they were but no no not syracuse was north carolina one north carolina was one okay. yes sir oh yeah because they were good they won in like 29 2010 okay mm-hmm. i got three of them um kansas memphis north carolina um, I'm going to go with Michigan State. I have no idea. I'm just kind of ballparking. I'm guessing. It, it was UCLA. UCLA. Really? Oh, is that when they had all those guys? Yeah, I think that was when they had Ke- Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook. So, um, but and that, and that fun fact as well, I guess, that's the last time that's ever happened too. So the only time and the last time that's ever happened, pretty cool. Back in 2008, we were watching history. And that, if you don't remember that, that was an awesome game where Mario Chalmers hit that last second shot. D Rose, Memphis. Yeah. So um, there were some players in that final four then. I didn't even think about Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know them back in college, if we're being honest. I had no idea who they were. I had no clue. So no. all right, enough about the past, enough about these questions. Let's go ahead and start talking about this this year's tournament, which will be pretty interesting, all being played in Indiana. Um, Sister Jane was announced for Loyola College that she'll be there. Awesome to hear. We're going to start out in the West with the number one overall seed um, going over kind of that region. We're going to go through each region first, kind of go through the teams real fast. Here in a second, we're going to talk about some of, you know, the toughest brackets, the, you know, the toughest regions, you know, easiest regions, all that. We'll go over those questions. But first, let's go over this West region. Your initial thoughts of Gonzaga's, I guess, run at history here. Yeah, um, like I've mentioned the past few weeks, I kind of hope they do it this year. <clears throat> and kind of, I think they got a good draw. They, I mean, obviously got the number one overall seed. And, you know, they're in the West. They're not going to, I mean, I guess I forgot that they're all in Indiana. So, you know, kind of screw that opinion, Jacob. But um, <laughs> I don't think it's honestly too tough. I think they have one of the easier two seeds at the bottom of the bracket. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of those middle seeds being too much of a problem than maybe other Kansas and mm-hmm. the Elite Eight matchup that they play them. But um, I think they have a wonderful shot. And, you know, Mark Few is going to do a great job leading those guys. But Drew Timmy and Jalen Suggs, you know, leading the way for them. So um, I definitely think they'll make the Final Four out of this region for sure. I um, don't really see anyone standing in the way or upsetting them. I know I said no more trivia, but this isn't – I'm not going to ask you this question. I, I heard this fact the other day. Um, the last time the team went undefeated – in March Madison, like the whole season was the last time that Kansas and Duke did not, or not 
not Kansas, excuse me, Kentucky and Duke do not make the Final Four. Well, happening in this year, Duke and Kentucky are out of the March Madness tournament. They're not in it this year. Like Gonzaga's undefeated. 75 and 76, right? Yeah, it was Indiana. I don't know the year, but I know it was Indiana um, that had gone to the, uh, whatchamacallit, that, that went undefeated. They were the only team to do it, I believe, uh, through March Madness and everything. So if Gonzaga's going to do it, the stars are aligned for Gonzaga to do it. So now the pressure's all on them to, to do it. And I, I agree with what you said they have they have one of the easier you know and I think their only tough competition they're really going to face is if potentially if Virginia if they play Virginia in Sweet 16 Virginia's yeah. just a tough team in general even if they don't have some of the best players they're well coached um and then Kansas and yeah. they already played Kansas this year and I think they whooped them by like 20 yeah they, they did pretty good I will say another thing about this West region I'm I'm looking here at you know some of like the double digit seeds like the mm-hmm. Wichita State who's playing Drake in the you know playing game even Eastern Washington, VCU, mm-hmm. Grand Canyon, Ohio, Santa Barbara. Like, I think there might be a couple of, like, double-digit upsets maybe in this division. Yeah. You don't know how some of these, you know, like, classic teams like Creighton are. They've been good every year, even Kansas. But how good are they actually this year? So you might see some, you know, big-time upsets in this region early on. Exactly. And I, I think Oklahoma and Missouri could really could really scare Gonzaga potentially um if if the tournament had started earlier in the year they haven't been playing their best ball of late so you know unfortunately for them but i you you, gonzaga they have an easy route but they can't take any team lightly because i believe any team and we've all we've all seen this march is no joke you know um northern iowa beat kansas as a nine seed a couple you know not a couple years ago but a while back so like you just you got to take every game like it's like it's a national championship game so um you know that's the west bracket for now um, you know, uh, the only thing of note is that Wichita plays Drake for the playing game. Um, and I, I, I personally think Wichita or Drake will probably beat USC. Um, I, I, I totally agree with you on that one. I think so, that's my favorite 11-6 matchup to go with the upset there. Exactly. So we're going to go move on now to the East bracket um, where Michigan is number one overall, or not the number one overall seed, but the one seed in the East bracket. You've got teams like Michigan, LSU, uh, Georgia Town, the first time. Uh, another fun fact, I guess, for you guys: Patrick Ewing is the first player to um, what is it? Play in a national champ? No, win a Big East championship and coach and win a Big East championship. Yeah. Uh, and his team has made the fi- or made the March Madness tournament. They're a 12 seed, a very, very, you know, team that's getting picked a lot as an upset as a 12 over five over Colorado. And speaking of Georgetown. I don't know if you miss it as much as I do, that old Big East and what they used mm-hmm. to be and how good of a basketball conference they used to be, you know, competing with the ACC every year. I do miss all those teams, like with mm-hmm. Pitt in there, you know, with Kimball Walker back in the day. I will say I miss those, you know, good Big East days. For sure, yeah. I, I, I'm on the same boat as you with that. Uh, other teams, BYU, potentially again another playing game for the 11 seed Michigan State versus USC. Uh, they'll play BYU, Texas against Abilene Christian, uh, UConn. Baylor or not Baylor excuse me Bama um that's kind of the east bracket uh not I mean I this is another one where there's not a dominant team in this one I mean Michigan is is looked at as the favorite to come out of the east but uh they just lost one of their top scores I believe one of their best players on the team um so that that could really hurt them and LSU just I think they just won the SEC correct I think they just beat Bama in the SEC championship game um, uh, I think you might be right I think actually Alabama did end up I, I was watching the game. I just did not see the final score, and I have not cared to pay attention to it. Um, but I, w- I will say um, Florida State's probably a team to look out here in the East. 
always been kind of, you know, an under the radar team in the tournament past like five or six years. Um, got a great head coach there. They're always one of those really long, mm-hmm. you know, six, eight across the board. They always play extremely good defense. So they're always a team that's uh, scary to play. So if I were Michigan in the sweet 16 round, I watch out for Florida state. No, I will say this though. Um, Mich- or I, I believe like four seeds are like, Oh, and, something against one seeds in the last like four years I don't think they've won a game in the last four years when they've gone against a one seed so historically numbers are against Florida State but I do I definitely agree with you Florida State is known for being long uh potential potential huge upset there uh now hopefully Michigan gets their player back because I don't know exactly what the injury is but I know they were talking about um that guy coming back by sweet 16 weekend. And that would be that game against Florida state. And that'd be huge for Michigan and could potentially push them to the edge. Um, I, I I'd be, I mean, I'd potentially be scared of Texas. Honestly, Texas yeah. BYU is a huge game. I think the winner of that probably goes to the elite eight uh, mm-hmm. to play Michigan or Florida state. Um, you know, Bama, I'm not super scared of Bama and Texas is huge and BYU has some tall guys and Bama's a smaller team. Mm-hmm. This, this is the first time Texas has, you know, really has a shot to make the final four since Kevin Durant was there, really, mm-hmm. honestly. And for how much crap Shaka Smart's been given the last couple of years, he's, you know, finally at least put a team together to, you know, be scary in the tournament. Exactly. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the same boat. Um, and, and then obviously the West and East will play each other in that final four game. Uh, but we're going to look at that here in a second. Going on to the South bracket now, you've got Baylor, North Carolina made the tournament as long as uh, with Wisconsin, excuse me, Villanova, Purdue, uh, North Texas represent, baby. I actually don't care. They're, I'm not going to pick them in a single bracket to win at all. Uh, they're going to ruin all my brackets, though. Uh, Tech is playing in this bracket as well as Arkansas, so huge matchup potentially in the round of 32 there. Uh, Florida, Virginia Tech, and, and Ohio State. And then shout-out to Oral Roberts, and Max Abbas, uh, he's a Dallas guy. He played at J- Dallas Jesuit, leading scorer in Division One right now, uh, and he made it to the tournament. So shout out to him. Uh, that's that's awesome. But what's your thoughts on the South region? Um, I think I think it's pretty tough, um, very even across the board because you see a lot of those, um, you know, classic teams are you know always in the tournament. You got mm-hmm. your Virginia Techs, even your Floridas, um, Purdue's, Villanova, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Baylor. Those are eight teams you usually see in the tournament every year spread across, spread across all 68, you know, positions on the board and usually all relatively high seeds. So um, I think this will be very interesting and uh, could be definitely a toss-up to make the Final Four out of the South. Yeah, um, I mean, it, again, not in like a huge bracket where I'm just like there's like there's one dominant team. There's a lot of good teams. Um, that that 3-6 matchup is huge. Uh, the winner of Tech and Arkansas, I pretend, like they're going to have a tough game against Ohio State. But, you know, 3-6 I think is a huge one potentially to go to the Final Four or to the Elite Eight, excuse me. Uh, I mean, I'm if I'm Baylor, I, I love the draw. Villanova and Purdue are, aren't like the toughest teams and they're not the old kind of guys that they have been in the past. Um, and I don't think they're going to get upset by Winthorpe or North Texas. So Baylor kind of has a cakewalk. But I will say they, that 8-9 matchup, whoever they pull in North Carolina or Wisconsin, that is a huge, huge game. And I could see potential upset there in a lot of brackets and can and ruin brackets, I mean, I should say, um, because you just never can count out North Carolina or Wisconsin. Uh, great, They're great coached and they're just they, – I mean, they, they know how to win games. So you just got to be – you got to be aware of that. But 
I agree. And if you're kind of looking on the south, on the bottom half of that bracket, mm-hmm. I'd also be scared of Texas Tech and Utah State. Honestly, mm-hmm. whoever wins that game, because I think either, uh, obviously not last year, but two or three years ago, Utah State, I think, was an 11 seed and beat mm-hmm. a six seed. Yeah. And they went on to the Sweet 16. And uh, I guess they've been pretty good over the last couple of years. So uh, those are definitely two teams to watch out for. Obviously, Tech made the national championship a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with fresh faces there, same head coach. So yeah. Um, they've at least had the experience from the head coaching position and they've got the talent to do it. So um, those are definitely the winner of that game is going to be uh, scary to watch in that bottom half of the South bracket. Exactly. And I mean, shout out to Arkansas as well. They've played good all year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they made a deep run, at least to the Elite Eight. You know, I really think if Baylor beats that 8-9, who have they played in the 8-9 game, the round of 32, they're going to have a pretty easy walk to the Elite Eight game. Um, and then that game is going to be a very tough one for the South region. Uh, and then we go to our final region, looking look just looking at the overall games. Um, first up, we've got Illinois, um, probably the hottest team right now in the country. Uh, Loyal College and Sister Jane will be there. Georgia Tech, Tennessee, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, Liberty, San Diego State, Syracuse, West Virginia, Moorhead State, Clemson, Rutgers, and Houston and Cleveland State. Your thoughts on this Midwest division? Um, I think – like yeah, I agree with you. You know, Illinois is one of the hottest teams in the state or in the country, but mm-hmm. so is Oklahoma State riding Cade Kenning Cunningham's tail. Mm-hmm. So um, I think those are really the two you know favorites out of the Midwest region to get to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bottom half of that bracket was you know pretty weak in my opinion. I think any of those eight teams could meet either Illinois or Oklahoma State in the lead eight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Um, you know, Oklahoma State's Liberty, Oklahoma State probably has the there are the they have the toughest way to the to the tournament final because um, Liberty is a is a very tough team, and then they potentially have to play Tennessee. Which if Tennessee's hot and they're playing well, they're a tough team to beat just in general. But they also can play terrible. And then if you win that game, you go on and play Illinois, who like we just said is probably the the hottest team in the country. Right. And then if you win them, you know you could potentially see any of those eight teams and I, I you know West Virginia is a tough team you know Houston I, I still feel like has to prove themselves Syracuse, uh, Syracuse yeah Syracuse is tough San Diego State is tough it, it, it is definitely a tough region um, but you know I, I definitely think Illinois is probably going to run the table um, but at the same time Oklahoma State has the best player in the country and all you need is one guy to get hot and it's game over so Right. And we were just talking, we were just talking about Syracuse too, you know, yeah. they, they did it a couple of years ago as an 11 seed. Um, and that two, three zone, like you don't see it that often in college anymore. Yeah. Um, They've run it so well for so many years that, you know, for the teams who aren't in the ACC and see it every year, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna throw, you know, San Diego state off the only team that might be kind of prepared is Clemson because they've seen it probably a couple of times this year. So, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't know. That's always a tough matchup for him. Yeah, but I, I don't think anyone – I don't think Clemson's going to beat uh, Houston. or no. And, I, you know, Rutgers – and guess shout out to Rutgers because this is the first time they made the tournament um, in, in, like, say, it's like 2005. Uh, and they've been in four different conferences since that time period. Um, <laughs> but shout out to them for making it. Um, but, yeah, Cle- Clemson's, Clemson is, would be the only team that would really be able to – that is used to Syracuse's zone defense. Um, but yeah, it it should be, it should be a fun, fun tournament. Uh, those are kind of just the quick overviews of each region. 
Uh, we're going to take a quick time out here from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. When we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into each region and answer a few of the questions that I had posted on Twitter the other day on Selection Sunday. But be sure to stick around after the break. We'll see you after. And welcome back. We're going to be taking a deep dive into each of the regions now, looking at some of the easiest, toughest, whatever questions I, I ask is here. So let's get started. The first one is what is the easy, and these are questions I asked on Twitter at least. So if you, you've probably already seen this, I, I asked them on selection Sunday, but um, the first one is what is the easiest region of the three you think? Um, I, I think it's the East. Mm-hmm. I think for, you know, any of those like top three seeds, Bama, Texas, and Michigan, I don't really see, you know, a dark horse or, you know, like a lower seed making it super deep from the East division. Yeah. I guess the only team that might scare me if I was any of those top three seeds would be maybe BYU. Mm-hmm. But I, I would definitely say it's definitely the uh, East division for sure. Yeah. I'm in between the East and the South. Um, I, I think I got to give it to the East though, just because uh, the South has, has a couple more teams that we've, that we're more used to, you know, tech, Ohio state's kind of, you know, on the border, but Wisconsin, North Carolina, um, Florida, Baylor, teams are more used to. The the East region has, I feel like, newer teams with Bama, uh, Tech or Texas, not Tech, uh, just Texas. BYU is kind of a newer team. Florida State's like the old. It's like the the oldest team that you know has the the toughest record the last four or five years. So I, I got to say, they're probably East is. I'm going to go with you. The East is probably the easiest region. Um, when it comes to overall talents. And, you know, I do see a lot of upsets in this one, you know, with Michigan State probably beating, potentially beating BYU or upsetting BYU, uh, Georgia Town upsetting Colorado, even UNC Greensboro upsetting Florida State. I could see that happening. So a lot of upsets in this one. So potentially makes it a little bit easier down the road for those higher teams, teams that are supposed right. to do better. So I definitely agree with you on that one. Now, what's, what is the toughest region in your opinion? Um, I'm going to just go look and across across the board here um i'm gonna go to the midwest because mm-hmm. um, i don't see one a dominant favorite i see, mm-hmm. see a few hot teams mm-hmm. you, see teams with, you know great records few losses like houston they've lost three games san diego state's lost four games liberty's only lost five games low chicago's only lost four games mm-hmm. and those are some of the lower seeds in that bracket um so i think uh some of those higher seeds like illinois even tennessee oklahoma state houston will have a really hard a harder path to reach the final four and you know, potentially the championship. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, and this one's between me, the Midwest and the, and the West. Um, the ones why I put the West in here is because I do think Kansas is as scary as it gets, as well as Iowa. Um, just, they have Kansas again, coached by Bill self. Um, they've had, they were, they've been super hot and super cold this year. Uh, Iowa has the best player in the country on their team. So you just never know with those two guys, but they also have the most dominant team in Gonzaga. So I feel like th- those top three make it really tough, but everything else below is, is not as tough. Whereas, as you just mentioned about the Midwest, Illinois, Oklahoma state, um, uh, Syracuse, potentially Tennessee, potentially if they get hot West Virginia, just a, a whole lot of talent now. And, and in Illinois, I think is, I won't say head and shoulders. I think they're just head, like they're just ahead above everyone else. And it's just because they're hot right now. Um, so I, I got to agree though. The Midwest is probably the toughest, but I do think the West deserves some credit. The South, eh, not really, not really. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to. Yeah. You, know. you just, you just see names you see every year who aren't mm-hmm. as good as they used to be. So it's kind of hard to make them an argument for them. I agree with you there. 
Exactly. Now, which region are you predicting to have the most upsets? And when I say, when we talk about upsets, we don't mean like eight, nine over eight or 10 over seven. Like we're talking about anything pretty much from that 11, you know, an up, or I guess down um, for an upset pick. So which region are you predicting to have the most upsets this March Madness? Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. Um, I was talking to you about it earlier a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ballpark. I really want to say the East mm-hmm. because I don't know. I just I see a lot of them, but I think I'm going to go with the West because I really won Wichita State or Drake is probably going to beat USC in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see Ohio beating Virginia. I know a lot of people disagree with me there. Mm-hmm. Um, and UCSB beating Creighton. I don't think Creighton's as good as they used to be either. So that mm-hmm. could be a 12 to 5. So I, I think there's more opportunity for upsets mm-hmm. in the West region than some of the other regions. So, um, yeah, I think it's the West region. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I think I agree with those. Uh, definitely, definitely hot picks that a lot of people are taking. Um, I'm going to have to go back to the West region, though, um, simply because I think Syracuse has a chance to run the table uh, potentially to the to the elite eight, like they did a couple years ago. Uh, Liberty can potentially be Oklahoma State just because I think they they are the best team that, that has the ability to do that as a low seed. Um, and same same with um, and Morehead State has has upset a lot of people in the past as well. Yeah. So you just you know you never know with them. And shout out Kenneth Farid. Um, and then also another fun fact: Cleveland State they've been in the tournament I think two times now in their entire program history. Both times they won their games. So, and Houston, as we've said, is probably one of the one of the worst two seeds. That's you a just 15, never know. That's a fifteen-two matchup to watch out for. Definitely. Exactly. So, so I think the Midwest has the potential to upset, and then you never know with Loyal College. You know, they went on the historic run a couple of years ago as an eleven seed. They're an eight seed now. It's a little bit tougher to do because right. in the second game you play a one seed. But you know, Sister Jane's there. You just never know. So you got. I think the Midwest has has just as much talent, uh, and I and I think the 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 pool of Syracuse being able to potentially reach the, reach the Elite Eight is is it for me. And that's what I think gives them kind of the head and shoulders above everyone. Because I think your bracket has a lot of upsets, but I don't think they're going to go as far as this bracket has a chance for. I get that. Yeah. Um, next question. So this is kind of I guess kind of piggybacking off that which region will have the lowest seed to make it to the final four you just heard me uh i think syracuse in the midwest region so i'm gonna hand it to jacob now what are your yeah, what are your thoughts i agree that's um definitely an opinion a lot of people are taking for a low seed mm-hmm. um i'm gonna switch up a little bit and uh say the south for a few reasons you had mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um you know you talked about if north Carolina or wisconsin play baylor in the second round mm-hmm. that's you know that's a game baylor might struggle with and might end up losing and then from there on you might see one of those eight or nine seeds push to the final four mm-hmm. or you may see a Texas Tech or Utah State or even a Florida you know make it that far so I just I think there's a lot of room for error in the south mm-hmm. especially if Baylor loses early on but if Baylor stays hot and strong then I, I don't really see it yeah I don't know this exact stat off the top of my head I heard it watching the bracketology you know on, on selection Sunday and whatnot um but a five or lower seed has made the final four in the last X amount of final um, final fours over the last couple of years. So, you know, whenever you're making your brackets and whatnot, uh, understand that you, you need to have not all chalk, 
not one through four, you know, on all of them. You need to have some some ones that have, you know, at least a five seed or potentially lower in that just because, you know, it's bound yeah. to happen. You know, as we talked about at least question, as yeah, we talked about on trivia question earlier, you know, it's only one time happened where all one seeds made to the final four. Um, so at, at least they're on a, like two double you know, the sweet 16 because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people get hot for a couple games that'd be but, my advice when you're making the brackets but i but i will say this if you that 12 over 5 um 12 seeds don't make it to sweet 16s that often they usually end up losing that second game in the round of 32 but they end up beating you know a five seed which is pretty awesome so j- just beware on your pay on your on your upsets you know they win one game doesn't mean they're going to win the next six you know most of the times when they when someone gets when someone gets upsetted, most of the times they lose that next game because they're so high off that you know it just depends on how big the upset is and, and depends on the school and whatnot. Um, which region do you think has the best odds to produce a winning team? You don't have to pick the specific team, but which region has the 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 highest percentage to produce a winning team for the national championship? Um, I'm just going to say the West. I think their top three teams are the strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, with Gonzaga, Iowa, and Kansas, I don't see one of those three, all three of those teams losing before the final four. Mm-hmm. And I think Iowa's probably the strongest two seed, maybe Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And Kansas is, you know, like you said, they're hot and cold. And if they come hot now, they'll you know, they'd be the, one of the best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the West is probably the most likely to produce a, a winning team. Yeah, I, I, I agree with the, the West. I also, I think the Midwest is with them as well. I think those are our two best regions, as we've mentioned on everything. Um, Illinois is hot. And right now, a lot of people are picking Illinois to make it to the finals against Gonzaga. Um, I also think, you know, with Tennessee and Oklahoma State, you have two of the, just kind of like Kansas, two of the up and downs. But then really that bottom half is what kind of kills them. And I think it gives it to uh, the West here in this situation. West Virginia is always a scary team, but for whatever reason, they just don't do well in March Madness. I don't know what it is. They've always been high. They've had been two seed. They've been three seed, four seed. But I just—they always get upset for some reason, and I always have such high hopes for them too. Yeah, I mean, I think the press—the press defense is awesome. You know, obviously we we've played against it a lot, and we see it a lot in select basketball and stuff. But I don't think it always produces winning teams and 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 winning formula for the simple fact that you do get tired pretty quick and then, you know, there's a lot of easy buckets on the back end of it. You know, a lot of, a lot of easy buckets, a lot of easy threes, a lot of easy twos. So you just never know with them. And I don't think, I don't remember the furthest they've gone, but I honestly, I always see them get upset in the sweet 16. This is the furthest I can remember them going. I agree. Um, Maybe they lead eight one year with Javon Carter, but maybe. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, I, I do I do think the West is the best odds, and I, I really think it's on Gonzaga's shoulders at this point. Um, yeah. I think everyone's kind of hoping that they win it, and I, and I think we all want to see that. Um, and that kind of leads us to our final question of who is your favorite to win the tournament? Now, you have to pick a specific team on this one. You can't just pick a region. Which specific team is your favorite? I mean, I have to I have to go with Gonzaga. I've said it literally <laughs> on this podcast about five times since, like, December, right when the yep. season started. I want Gonzaga to win. I, I hate rooting for the favorite. I always like rooting for an underdog, but this is the year I really, really please Gonzaga, please win it for me. Yeah, I mean, I it's tough not to pick Gonzaga. Um, and so I, I will also say Gonzaga as well, because I think at this point, just like you said, 
you're more so because you've been calling them since December. I'm more so saying because I want them to go undefeated and and win that ring and, and be able to see it live, as a, you know, as a human being and whatnot. Um, but I would love to see Illinois. Well, yeah, I'd love to see Illinois win it as well. As long as it's not Purdue winning it, you know, as an Indiana guy, I'm not upset. I am sad that there's no Indiana teams in here besides Purdue. Again, if you're not an Indiana fan, if you're a Purdue fan, you're a Purdue fan, you hate everyone else. If you're an Indiana fan or a fan of anyone else, you hate Purdue. So, um, I will say this too about the tournaments here. Texas, the state of Texas had, I think, what, five or six teams in the tournament? So I, I saw it today. I was going to mention that. State of Texas has seven teams, the most of any any in the country. So they got who? Texas, Texas, Texas. Abilene Christian. Yep. North Texas, Texas yep. Tech. Texas Southern. Texas, I said Texas Southern. Oh, my bad, my bad. Who else do we have in there? Houston. Yeah. One. Oral, is Oral Roberts? Texas? No, they're, they're in Oklahoma. Oh, shit. Uh, they're, they're, oh, and Baylor, obviously. There we go. Oh. Yeah, okay, there you go. They're the best team in Texas so far. <laughs> I was stupid. Whoops. Um, yeah, so yeah, Texas has the most um, teams in the country at seven. And then um, shout out to the Big Ten because the Big Ten has nine teams in the tournament from their conference, which is which is a freaking crazy amount of teams in there. Um, but we but we all we all knew that that the Big Ten and Big Twelve were gonna have a, a crap ton of teams this year because um, they they kind of ran the, the the year. So, but hey, that that's kind of our overview of of the March Madness tournament, the brackets. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick we're just gonna do we're just gonna quick quickly pick. A bracket real fast. This one, this one won't go on Twitter. We'll do that here in a second, Jacob. We'll do okay, that one in a second. Um, but this one. is kind of a joint one. We'll just we, we join in this one together. Yeah, we'll 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 put this one together. I'll put I'll do it on my computer and let, and let you. I mean, you could do it on yours as well if you'd like. Yeah, um, let me go, let me go along with you so I can at least see what we're okay. pick, we're picking this together. Yeah, we'll pick this one together and it'll and we'll let you guys know how we do or how we're doing throughout. This is our five out podcast one. I guess you can call it that. Um, starting out in the West, Gonzaga, obviously, Oklahoma, Missouri. Uh, Toss up for me. Yeah. I, I picked Oklahoma more than Missouri, but. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that one. I just think Austin Reeves is having a good year, so I'll go Oklahoma. Uh, what about Creighton versus U, UCSB? Um, I think Creighton will pull this one out. I know they've been hotter recently, so. Gotcha. I, I, and then Virginia, Ohio. I, I, I put Ohio as the upset. Yeah, I've been I've been picking Ohio. This has been one of my favorite upsets to pick so far this year. And then I picked Wichita Drake over USC. Yeah, I, I did as well. Yeah, we were loving that one. Kansas, and then I'm picking a VCU in this one. I, okay. I didn't hear anything about Oregon this year? So I I just see Oregon and I press Oregon, but then I realize and like VCU is obviously different than they were with Shaka, but you know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then Iowa, obviously, and we'll say in the West, we'll finish out the West through their final four. Um, Gonzaga, Oklahoma, um, obviously Gonzaga. Creighton, Ohio, just mentioned that 13 seeds usually don't win that game. Um, so I picked Creighton. Yeah, I yeah, I'll agree okay. with you on that. I know Jay Billis has Ohio going to the Sweet 16, though. Yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> no, he's crazy. Uh, Kansas, Wichita State, or Drake, got to go Kansas there. Kansas, I, would, I mean, God, I hate the play. The only thing I hate about that is, though, is that Wichita State. Mm-hmm. I that's a team. I mean, it's an in-state rivalry, so that's a hard one. But I'll, I, 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 
I, I will say this. I do love picking those teams that play in because I just feel like it gives you that extra momentum going into March Madness. Obviously, the 16 seeds doesn't matter. You, you're winning a game for your program during the March Madness, getting some extra exposure. That's awesome. But you're not going to beat – you're normally not going to beat those one seeds. But that is, those 11 seeds makes you hot. But I think Kansas is just too good. Yeah. And um, we got to go with Iowa against VCU. Exactly. Then Gonzaga over Creighton. Mm-hmm. And then – I mean, I picked Kansas over Iowa, but what are your thoughts? I totally agree with you on that. And then, and then Gonzaga over Kansas. Yep. Awesome. All right, here we go. East, East region. We've got Michigan uh, over whoever they have to play in. St. Mary or Texas Southern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who? I haven't heard a whole bunch of the St. Bonavich team. St. Bonavich. Uh, I know they're pretty good. I know a couple. I think it was them he may have played for someone else i think his name is chris clemens he might have mm-hmm. played for oh somebody else but he like one of the leading scores of all time but i think it was somebody else but i was thinking pick saint bonaventure i was like picking one saint team to go past the first round there you go we'll go with saint that's fine with me um georgia town colorado who are you taking in this one? Oh shoot it could be a toss-up for me i don't know much about either team yeah colorado hasn't impressed i mean they, they've been good all year but i just it's tough to go against it. I love picking teams that win their conference tournament, especially when they weren't supposed to right. uh, going into the tournament. And I, I just think they can win one game. I'm going to click Georgetown over Colorado on this one, just because I love picking that one. Um, yeah. Florida State, UNC Greensboro. Florida uh, State. Yeah, I'm thinking Florida State on that one. Um, BYU versus MSU, UCLA. You taking the 11 in this one? I don't think so. I think BYU has been pretty solid. <laughs> I mean, I've made a few brackets. I've picked Michigan State and UCLA just because they're, you know, perennial teams. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think, in general, I've picked BYU a few more times. And and I've picked I've picked brackets before where this game absolutely destroyed me because I was thinking, okay, Michigan State is going to win this playoff game or playing game, and then they lose, and I'm like, I got USC going so, or UCLA yeah, exactly. going so far. Exactly. It's killed me in the past, so I think we'll we'll stick with BYU because I do think Wichita State will beat Drake in the other. And I I like Drake too. Uh, then yeah. Texas over Abilene, of course. I agree. UConn, Maryland, Maryland. Okay. Maryland for sure. Um, Bama, of course, over Iowa or Iona. Yep. A shout out to Rick Patino for making it. I think he's like the first coach to take five different colleges to the March Madness tournament, which is insane. Uh, Michigan over St. Bart, whatever. I'm not going to say it because I suck at saying those. Uh, Florida State over Georgetown, correct? Georgetown. Uh, yeah, Florida State. Uh, yeah, whatever you want. Florida State. I mean, hey, if you think Georgetown's going to go that far, I'll go that far with you, my guy. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it'll be in the other two brackets where we see higher seeds go. So I gotcha. And then Texas over BYU? Texas. Okay. And then Bama or Maryland, Bama? Mm. You want to take- <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't, I'll take Maryland. I, I don't think – yeah, let's go Maryland. I, I don't think Bama's that good this year. I, yeah. They got good guard play, but I think they're going to – I think they're going to choke early because they have very little experience. I'm all for it, my guy. I will, um, I, will say, I will say, does Alabama still have Avery Johnson there? No, they got a different coach. They got a different yeah, coach. Did you say put Bama then? No. Oh, okay. I'll keep Maryland. <laughs> um, Michigan, Florida State. I picked Florida State over Michigan. Yeah. Okay. See I, I mean, at this point, at this point, I, doesn't matter. I agree. I I could still see Michigan losing the second round too. I don't. No. This is that. I think this is the one I said was the easiest. So. Mm-hmm. And then Texas over Maryland. Yep. Yeah. And then who you have in the final? 
I think God, this is making me nervous. I feel like UNC Greensboro might be Florida State. <laughs> no, we'll just go to Texas. I think yeah, they're I think they're pretty dang good this year. That's what I put too. Yeah, I mean, I, all all UNC Greensboro could be a bucket bra- or bracket bracket buster. Jeez. Oh, for sure. Um, here we go in the South Region. We got Baylor versus Hartford. Baylor, yeah. of course. UNC Wisconsin. That's a coin flip. Honestly. That's, yeah. Well. If I, had, if I had a coin on me, I'd actually flip it, but I don't. Let's see. Like, nope, I don't have one. All right, flip a coin. Whatever right. side this envelope lands on. <laughs> North Carolina, Wisconsin. Perfect. Is that the backside? Wisconsin it is. All right, there we go, Wisconsin. Um, Villanova Winthorpe, this is like the only 5-12 that I haven't picked the 12 to win all, all year. I, I just – Winthorpe doesn't, doesn't do it for me. I feel like they always get thumped yeah. in the I, tournament I, games. I think they always are always the 12 or 13 seed. And I yes. don't think they've ever won one. Yeah, I've, I've so never I'm seen them win. So. History. Yeah. Um, same with Purdue, North Texas. I got Purdue winning that yeah. one. Good too. Um, then we've got uh, Tech, U- Utah State. As you mentioned earlier, this is a tough one. And I think whoever wins I this game. I think whoever has- wins this is going to the Sweet Six or to the Lead Eight, I think. Oh, you think you haven't beat them Ohio State? Dang, that's tough. Yeah, I think so. So who, who are you taking then? I'll let you pick this game. I, I'll, I'll go with Tech just because I believe they've had some experience to get there. So There you go. Um, Arkansas Colgate, I will say they came out, ESPN came out with a um, BPI for the most likely upset of the tournament. Second on that list, Colgate over Arkansas. Really? I'm so good at Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to change. Uh, Florida, Virginia Tech. Who you got in this one? Uh, that doesn't matter. I don't think Florida is that good this year. Sorry. Yeah, I, I took Virginia Tech as well. And then I got Ohio State o- over yep. Oral Roberts, unfortunately for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Baylor, Wisconsin. Who you got? Uh, Baylor. Okay, yeah, same. Vir- uh, Purdue, Villanova. Mm-hmm. I picked Purdue, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Purdue. Only reason I'd pick Villanova to go kind of far if they're one of their best players had it like torn something in his knee mm-hmm. so. exactly and then you you want to go tech because i'm assuming you uh, yeah go- i want to go tech on this okay one. i think i do i do i hope this tech texas tech and arkansas matchup happens just because of all of our friends and all the mm-hmm. people between everyone you know and see all the bad blood that will be spilled that weekend exactly and then obviously ohio state virginia tech i think we'll i think we both agree it'll be a good game but i think i think state ohio state wins this game mm-hmm. Uh, and that puts Baylor versus Purdue, uh, Baylor over Purdue. Yeah, I agree. And then, and then I, I'll roll with you. Let's go Tech over Ohio State. I love it. Let's roll with it. I'm not even a huge Tech fan either, so it's kind of hard for me. But I'll let, you, I'll let you pick if it's Baylor or Texas Tech. So You you bastard. I was going to make you pick this one. This one's tough. Um, at this point, I do think I want to see a Baylor-Gonzaga Final Four just because I think they've been the two best teams. So I will roll um, Baylor on this one uh, just because, you know, I, I want to see that final or at least then play Illinois in the in the uh, Final Four. Um, but here we go. Here in last last region here, uh, Illinois-Drexel, Illinois, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Loyal College and Georgia Tech. This one's a this one's also is a flip up for me. It's a for flip up. But I got it. I got to go with Loyola. There you go. Yeah, I got to got to stay with Sister Jane. Jane. Yeah, Sister Jean. Um, oh, or, yeah, Jean. And then Tennessee, Oregon State. 
I originally picked Oregon State to upset Tennessee in a lot of brackets, but then I was like, oh, Oregon, I, Oregon State's a Pac-12 team I forgot, and I hated myself for doing that. So I'm, I'm going to – I'll agree with you, Tennessee. Yeah, and then Liberty, o- o- Oklahoma State, it's tough to not pick Liberty sometimes, but I'm also right. it's tough not I'm to right. pick Liberty. And because they had such a good college football year too. Like they've done good in both sports as a very small, you know, little Christian D1 school. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with Oklahoma State just because Kate Cammy, Cunningham I think will tear them up. Exactly. Same. Uh, San Diego State, Syracuse. Who you got? Uh, I don't know. San Diego State's what lost two or three games. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna go Syracuse. Yeah, I think that the issue with them in like Houston is they get buffed because they play in poo poo conferences. Yeah. Um, and then West Virginia, Moorhead State. Uh, I mean, it definitely is an upset special here. I would be on the lookout, but uh, yeah. I, I'm taking you, West Virginia. Go for it if you want. Hell, fuck it, bro. At this point, <laughs> Syracuse, Moorhead State. I love to see it. West Virginia, anyway. So I think we'd only lose one game there. Yeah. Um. And then we've got Clemson, Rutgers. I've I've been picking Clemson over Rutgers. Yeah, I think so too. And then Houston, Cleveland State. I I still pick Houston just because I do. I don't think there'll be a fifteen to beat a two this year. Uh, but this would be the one that I would be picking if you were looking for a fifteen over a two seed. I agree. I agree. So, but I'll, I'll stick with Houston. Uh, Illinois versus Laura College. Laura, Chicago. Geez. Battle, Battle of Chicago. Illinois, Illinois, yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. I just want Cud- I want Cade Cunningham to go as far as possible, so I'm picking them. Yeah, man, we're picking on heavy Big 12 this bracket. I know. <laughs> Big heavy. Uh, Syracuse, I'm guessing, over Yeah, Moorhead. Syracuse over Moorhead. Houston over Clemson, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I just think. Clemson, like, they're not a basketball school, but they have been good at basketball the last couple of years. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I would um, love to see this Illinois-Oklahoma State game because yes. Illinois is probably the hottest team. Oklahoma State is probably the next hottest team with Kate mm-hmm. coming in him. He's not their only player. He's pretty good, but they've got some good players outside of him too. So I'm not picking this game. You're picking this game. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, wow. We picked three orange teams and one red team. <laughs> this yeah. <laughs> um, I hate that we're doing this, but I'm going to Oklahoma State. Hey, that's okay. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate it, but I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, Syracuse or Syracuse over Houston, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Syracuse. Hey, at this point, you know, stick with it. Um, it, if we, if we, just so that we know this, if we were to pick Oklahoma State to win this game, we'd have three Big Twelve schools in the final four. <laughs> The, if, if any year was the year, this would be the yeah, year. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. So, uh, I don't know. This would be an interesting game. I'd love to see Cade play against the 2-3 zone of Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he is the play. And I've said this for a while now. If, if, you were, if you were down on Oklahoma State or you thought they weren't good or anything like that, like trust in Cade Cunningham. I, I do think he I'm, – I'm picking them to go to the Final Four. Um, yeah, Because I think if this is the year – you know, actually, I actually have like in a couple other brackets, not a couple, maybe one or two, have picked them Oklahoma State to go to the final four. Yeah. So, so our final four right now: Gonzaga, Texas, playing, and then Baylor, Oklahoma State. I'll let you choose which one you want to pick, and I'll pick the other one. So, you want the Gonzaga, Texas game or the Baylor, pick, Oklahoma State? I'll pick the Gonzaga, Texas game because I think Gonzaga will win that. I think they're just too deep. So this so this comes down to do I want to see the two best teams play or the best player take on the best team? And 
because of Mr. Robin Kim, I'm going to take Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State to go to the Final Four or to the fi- to the national championship solely because I want to see that man, Cade Cunningham, in the finals. Um, and, and I think if he's in the finals, I also think we get the potential number one versus number two overall pick in the NBA draft, Jalen Suggs versus yep. Cade Cunningham. Um, I think you get to see, you know, I think you get to see Gonzaga have to game plan against Cade Cunningham, which would be huge. So I just want to see that matchup. I do think Baylor Gonzaga would probably be the better game because I think we both agree that Gonzaga would win against Oklahoma State. I do think it'd be like an 80 now because we do have to pick a final score. But so I'm picking Gonzaga. Now you got to pick the final score. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was going to agree with you, Gonzaga. Hey, they've been scoring a lot. So I'd say like 87 to, you know, 73. I think they'll beat them pretty handily. You know, you know, it'll be like seven, eight points and then, you know, hit some free throws down the stretch or something. There you go. So that's that's our picks. And that's also going to do it for us here on the Five Out podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we release episodes every Thursday. And the next couple weeks will be all about March Madness and kind of recapping each week and looking forward to the next week's games. Uh, but if you guys want to follow us on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, if you'd like to watch the episodes, you guys can go look there. Uh, as well we post episodes weekly make sure you guys hit that follow or subscribe button while you're there it's 100 percent free for you guys to do so you might as well do it uh, and all it does is help us out in the long run so thank you guys for that if you guys want to see some of our daily content that we post go to twitter look us up at five underscore out and then if you guys want to look us up on instagram or tiktok we are at sideline sports that's also for the youtube as well uh, you'll see a lot of the similar content you guys see on uh, Twitter from the Five Out Podcast, but you also see stuff from Splitting Up Rights and maybe some other podcasts here in the future. That's going to do it for us here today. Hopefully, you guys have a fun first week of March Madness because this is when the most upsets happen and a lot of games are being played this weekend. We'll see you guys next week.